Hello and welcome to the How to Live podcast. We are here for the purpose of helping us learn what it truly means to live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Thank you so much for joining us. Greetings. Once again, welcome to How to Live. My name is Raul Collado and I'm here with my lovely wife. Hi there, my name is Jody Collado. So what is the topic that we have for today on this, this specific episode? So today's episode is titled The Light of Life. So we're going to be talking about life today and how our life can be a light to others. Before we begin, we're going to have a moment of prayer. Father in heaven, as we read your word and as we discuss, we ask for the illumination of your spirit to give us the understanding and the right words to express our thoughts. We thank you, Father, for hearing our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Text that we are going to use today. Jody, may you read it for us? Yeah, so um, our first scripture we're going to look at here, and this is kind of the main focal scripture that we'll, we will be looking at today, and it's found in the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 4. It says, speaking of Jesus, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. So in Christ, the living word was life, and the life was the light of men. Last week we talked about how to live by Christ. And we in the episode before we talked about how Christ we're supposed to live by him, be sustained just as we are sustained by food. Now here, if we have if we commit ourselves fully to Christ and he comes into our life and our daily living. In this Bible text, it lets us know that in Christ was life and the life that he lived while on earth was the light of men meaning it was a it was the light that was illuminating the pathways where other individuals he came in contact with and the life the life that Jesus lived this light it was such a contrast to the darkness and the sin that the people were in and you know you can't have darkness and light at the same time you either have darkness or you have light and so that's something i think will that will come out today in our discussion in our lives are our lives lights or are our lives a dark shadow that's casting a shadow on other people it is very interesting because jesus himself says in john 7 7 the world cannot hate you but me it hateth, because I testify of it that the works thereof are evil. See, Jesus was a light to the world. Mm -hmm. And when he was in contact with people in the world, there was two reactions to it. There was two reactions that came forth. The reaction of people who were, who were drawn to him and the reaction that there are others who had hatred. So in the world, there will be hatred but at the same time we have an opportunity to be the light of the world jesus says in matthew 5 what does jesus says in matthew 5 jody yes so if we go to matthew 5 verse 14 through 16 this is the sermon on the mount here and jesus says speaking he says ye are the light of the world a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, 
and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So Jesus says here, ye are the light of the world. And in John 8, 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. So we see Jesus saying, I am the light of the world. But then he's saying here, ye are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. This is what he's saying. But we have to look at John 8, 12. He said, he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Very clearly here, it's showing us that for us to have light, we receive it from Christ. It's his life. And that is the whole gospel is receiving new life. It's exchanging our sinful, wretched, miserable, awful life and dying and receiving new life in Christ. And his life is a life of light and purity and peace and perfection. And so it's receiving his life. And so that's why Jesus can say, you are the light of the world, because he is, the Bible talks about Jesus as a second Adam. He is a quickening spirit, which means a life-giving spirit. And so he can give us, he can impart his spirit, his life into us. And that's why he can say that you're the light of the world. We have the light of the sun and of course the light of the moon. But to illustrate more deeply, the light of the sun, when, it's, when it arises, it's just the rays of light penetrate every aspect of the earth. It comes through the windows and it shines upon even the corners of the home. So light just continues just to shine forth naturally and exposes and ex expels the darkness. And an interesting point about the light of the sun, the light of the sun, it benefits everybody. It doesn't withdraw itself from some certain people, but it's available for everybody. But not everybody benefits from the light of the sun. Some individuals perhaps rather not expose themselves to the sun for various reasons. There could be shut-ins, people who normally stay at home and they don't want to come out. Or perhaps they, don't, they, don't, they haven't got acquainted with the benefits of receiving the sunlight. And then the same thing about Christ, receiving the blessing that comes from communion with Christ by living by him. Because it says here that he that follows me, Jesus is saying he, that we will not walk in darkness, but we will have the light of life. Yeah, definitely. And, and uh, that natural application that we see in nature with the sun, the sun is not a, a respecter of persons. And the Bible tells us that God is no respecter of persons. And Jesus is the son of righteousness. And he's available for everyone. And you think about, you know, if Raul and I were inside right now, but let's say we went outside and let's say the sunshine is out. I don't know if it's out right now. <laughs> now, hopefully it is. Um, so we go outside and we stand in the sunshine and, you know, is the sun shining more on me or more on Raul? It's available for both of us. You know, it's the sun is shining and lighting on both of us. And that's with Christ. Like Christ, the fullness of Christ is available for everyone. 
He is a personal savior to every individual and he is available for every single person. And because he's available freely to us to save us from ourselves and to continue to abide with us, that's the same life that we can manifest in return. As we're, as we're looking at the life is the light of men. So the light that people see is the life that we live. And those whom, whom we come in contact with and how we approach to any situation, to any circumstance, to any difficulties, whether in the home or at the workplace or at the school, we can reflect our life and how we react, but we have to be committed into his care. Yeah, I just wanted to share, as I was referring to Jesus as the son of righteousness, I just wanted to share really quick on the scripture in Malachi 4, 2, it says, but unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. And in speaking more about the light of the world, how Jesus imparts to us his life. I remember an experience that I had with an individual who did something wrong. And as when we follow Jesus, when we take up our cross and deny ourselves daily, the text in John 8 says that we will have the light of life and that light of life will be manifested in our daily living. And that will be the thing that illuminates the minds of men. I'm thinking of an example that I had a personal experience with a family member. A family member was doing something that was not correct. And as I was walking up towards that individual, they didn't see me that I was coming up. But immediately as they saw me coming up, they had a facial expression that was very unpleasant. I was walking up and I came up where the individual saw me, you could tell that they were guilty of something. And what came out of my mouth, I knew it was going to be essential. And I remember this, that we want to live our life that is, that is surprises th those individuals with the life of Christ. And I just smiled. And the interesting thing is, as soon as I smile towards that family member of mine, their countenance, their expression changed from, from a guilty, from a expression of grumpiness to a smile back. So in our daily contact with our family members, what we express on our face, what we express in our words, and, in our, and of course our action will be will have a either illuminating effect that will change the course of the atmosphere and the environment and it will change the course of how you can be an influence a saving influence unto those around us and this is what it means the light of men the life that is manifested is illuminating the minds of others so just recently, Raul and I, we were listening to a sermon here at our church and a brother in our church was up front and he was giving this message and he shared a story and I can't remember it exactly, but I'm basically going to summarize the story because it has a really profound illustration that applies exactly to what we're talking about. And it was about some gold miners and these gold miners had found gold and they had been mining, found gold, 
Um, very excited about that. So I can't remember where they were at, but they went into town and they had discussed amongst themselves, like, you know, don't tell anybody that we found gold. And I, if I remember correctly, I believe the purpose was they didn't want people to come and take the gold. So they weren't going to tell anyone. Um, so they went to town, but they, you know, they knew this. They, they knew that they had found gold and they went to town. And I can't, again, I can't remember the details of the story, but basically someone had said to, to them, and honestly, I can't remember if it was an individual or, or more than one individual, but someone had said to them, you found gold. And I think there was like, what, who told, like, who told or who told you? Like, you know, I think someone must have told. And the person who had said that, he said, we can see it on your face. And the point of that illustration was they, these miners had found gold and they didn't even have to tell anyone. They saw it on their face. They knew that they had found gold. And what have we found in Christ? We've found something far more precious than silver or gold beyond what words could express, beyond riches could buy. We, we've found new life and we've, we've found life. And, you know, Jesus invites us to take his yoke upon him and to yoke up with him. And by doing that, we really have to receive new life from him. He is our source of life. He is our source of light. It can't, it's light. You can't stop it from shining. And just as the sun shines and penetrates, you know, we can't, we can't stop the sun from shining. And it's just like, if we have Christ in us, we cannot stop him from, from shining, but we can disconnect ourselves from that source of light and when we disconnect ourselves from Christ that light will discontinue to shine and it is a daily that's why the Christian walk it is a daily dying to self a daily picking up our cross and a daily receiving of this life of Christ it's not a one-time thing okay I'm going to receive Jesus in my heart and then I'm just going to go live my life the way I want to live it and just call it good. That's not at all what the gospel is about. The gospel is about connecting as the branches, connecting to the vine and staying connected so that this light can ever be flowing out. And how that light is shown to people, oftentimes it's in the little things. So people are watching us. How are we bearing our trials? Are we patiently bearing our trials? You know, are we resisting temptations? Are we exemplifying meekness and kindness and mercy and love to everyone that people see that? And it's oftentimes it's these little things that we consider little. We consider them not a big deal. Those are oftentimes missed opportunities for us to shine light into someone else's life and they're not little things um not you know the bible says he um he that is faithful and and little is faithful and much so these are often how it's our character that shines light to other people and when people see us manifesting a christ-like character 
they're going to notice a distinct difference from the dark, selfish heart that man has. In closing, we are reminded that we need to follow Jesus and to commit ourselves to him. And as we commit ourselves to him, naturally, we will have the light of life. We'll be able to spread the same kind of love and kindness unto those around us. And in our life will be the light that men will see. So we want to encourage you to continue to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God.